Welcome to the Busy Mom Healthy Life Podcast. I am your host, Kelly Altman, and I am here to give busy moms simple and effective lifestyle hacks so you can put yourself first in your life and achieve the health and the energy that you desire. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello, busy mamas. Welcome back to the Busy Mom Healthy Life podcast. And today I am recording this on New Year's Eve, and I guess I'll release it right away. I usually release an episode every Friday, but I think I'll just release it right away because this is episode number 40 for me, and I really can't believe it. I am using this day as a day to reflect. I am encouraging all of my clients, all of our members at the gym to really reflect on what this year has given us because, oh my gosh, this year has given us so many different things than in years past. And I know a lot of years, I, even when we're not in a pandemic, I see people on New Year's Eve saying, I'm so excited to just shut the door on this year. This year's been terrible. Look forward to next year and just think that overnight, everything is going to be different, right? And this year more than ever, a lot of that can be true and we have to know that we really have to be the ones that set the stage for the next year being different than the one that we just had, right? So if you feel like every single New Year's Eve you're ready to shut the door on the year and move forward, You may feel discouraged to say every single year I have these great plans, these great goals, these great hopes and aspirations and dreams, and they never really happen. Every year seems to just be kind of blah, or you feel stuck. And so I want to help with this episode in just kind of giving you some things to think about because the truth of the matter is, is that if your thinking doesn't change, if your habits don't change, if your beliefs don't change, then you will always stay sort of stuck and in the same place that you are right now. And so I am with you if you are ready to close the door on 2020. I am as well, and I'm ready for the next year. However, when I really sit and reflect on what things I have learned from this year, there are just so many lessons, right? And I really do subscribe to the fact that I don't feel like we either, um, you know, that, that things are a failure. I really feel like we learn from so many situations. And so I wanna cause you to think about this year what you're proud of. When you reflect on 2020, what things did you do? What things did you learn? Which ways did you take challenging situations and grow from them? Where did 2020 give you an opportunity to be brave or to be vulnerable or to stand up for what you believe or to place some better boundaries or to create something that you've never created before? Or where did some of the extra time that you are given in 2020 by maybe not commuting to work, maybe um, creating a little bit more time with your family, 
right? What did you do with that time that you can be proud of? What connections were made? Where were you creative? What did you get that was more? In the beginning of the pandemic, I kid you not, the biggest thing that people were noticing as such a gift was all this time working from home or having all of these social obligations or their kids not being rushed around to so many sporting events that they were able to get more sleep. So let me ask you this, if all you got from 2020 was way better sleep and restoration and more connection with your family and friends and those people that were more important to you, that you were able to read some books or watch some shows that helped you think and you feel this renewed sense of relaxation that maybe you'd never felt before, then was that a win? And I know for me, when I go through and I say, what am I proud of? I can list a lot of things. And I'm really proud of that. <laughs> I really am. Um, I think that taking moments in your day, taking a moment every day, taking time to stop in the middle of a day and say, it's very easy if you're in the habit of saying all of the things that are wrong or all of the things that you quote unquote should be doing or should have done better or all of those things. But sometimes it feels uncomfortable to say that we did something well, to say that we're proud that we did that. And sometimes those things are so little, but it really matters. Right? Or we think that because they're little, that they don't carry weight, that they don't help us change in, in any sort of a way. Right? It's like thinking that everything has to be, you know, large, like a dollar. But all of those little pennies can add up to that dollar eventually. It's not worth it to just throw it away and not have it build on, that, on those goals. So I do want you to think about, and if you've got a pen and paper right there, these are some of the questions that I had asked in my free workshop for people to write down is, what am I proud of? And what did you start in 2020 that you wanna bring into 2021? What are the thoughts? What are the feelings? What are those actions that you started doing Maybe you started connecting with people in a different way. Maybe you started some new family traditions. Maybe you, um, I don't know, just connected with, with different people. And so it's really important to think that what do you want to bring into 2021? Maybe it is that flexibility in your work. Maybe it is the not um, rushing around to so many things, being more choosy. Maybe it is that idea of resiliency that no matter what happens over the next couple months or the next year, that you're going to be okay and you're going to figure it out. That's huge. Because I think that so many times we spend a lot of extra energy thinking about what didn't go well, what you struggled with, what you wish was different. And that's okay, that can live there too. However, it's really important to think about the ways that you were strong, that you were brave, that you did do things that were really, really great and you celebrated this time. Like for me, I really honestly feel like this year challenged me to think differently, to think more creatively about our business. If you had told me a year ago that we would be 
doing virtual classes, that I would be doing virtual personal training, that my coaching community, you'd, you'd notice when people would fall off and you'd notice when they'd come back and you'd see how human beings need all of this connection. They need guidance right now. They need the ability to remember their goals and who they want to be. And they, it's forced me to show up more as a leader. All of those things that I can feel really, really proud of. And then I can get vulnerable or uncomfortable and start making it more normal that I share these things as a way to help other women feel this way about their own life, right? And so I encourage you to also ask, what from this year, what do you want more of moving forward, right? I don't want necessarily more shutdowns. I don't want more um, reasons for my business to pivot or things to feel so uncertain. But I do want more opportunities to push myself and to think differently, to think about ways that I can reach people or serve people in new and creative ways when if everything just stays exactly the same, I don't feel like I'm growing, right? And then what from the year do I want less of in the future? What do you want less of in the future? Do you want less overwhelm, less fear, less noise, all of those things? And then start to ask yourself that question, what is contributing to all of that noise, all of that fear? What is contributing and how can you consume less of the things that are making you feel that way? Right? I think that's huge. I've been thinking a lot about consumption of things like social media, of things like the news, all of those things. Are you consuming? Um, are you getting in the middle of conversations that are making you feel that way? And how can you make those changes? Right? And then start to think about what are those key feelings that you want for 2021? Super exciting. What are the key feelings? Because any of my clients know that I love to lead with feelings as the way to drive your behaviors and to drive your actions, right? If I want to feel a certain way, what do I have to do to get there? And so I ask you, what are sort of those small activities? And I encourage you to keep it small, activities that need to happen each and every day to feel the way that you wanna feel. And then on the flip side, what are some things you need to stop doing that are blocking you from feeling the way that you wanna feel? Because I have been in the health and fitness and nutrition space for so long, I know that on every side of the coin of how you wanna feel, there are two different things there, right? If somebody tells me they want to feel like they have a lot of energy, I know that they need to add to their diet, they need to add nutritious foods to feel energetic, they need to um, exercise, they need to add that to their day, they need to add um, foods that have a lot of antioxidants, foods that give them energy. And then on the flip side of that, they also need to avoid foods that rob their energy, processed foods, foods with lots and lots of sugar because sugar is an energy robber. So if you think about that, there's usually two sides to the coin of how you wanna feel, what gets you closer to that feeling and what takes you further away, okay? The next thing that I wanna ask you is who do you need to ask for support in 2021? And one thing that I 
have thought a lot about is sometimes we just need to ask ourselves for support. Support, permission, to go after what we want and to fully embrace it and to not let little barriers get in the way or big, huge barriers like a pandemic, realizing that we can create joy. One of the coolest things that I think has come out of 2020, when I really look at all that I am grateful for, and I look on social media or I watch the news, any of those things, I am searching for things that show me how creative human beings can be, how people are creating joy out of the simplest things. And by they're taking all of the safety precautions, all of the measures um, that are in place wherever they live around the country, and they are finding ways to connect. They're finding things that make them happy no matter how small. And it may, if we can stay focused on not all of the things that we're missing, but by all of the things that we get to do in this time, it just moves us forward and down a path so that we can also start to choose the way we want to live in 2021. And when everything opens back up again, we can know that we're moving forward with intention and creating a life that doesn't drain us, but that we've learned from, and then we can figure out how we want to move forward. So with that, I hope that some of these things have given you questions to ask yourself on this last day of the year, questions to ask yourself about what you truly want moving forward. If you follow me on Instagram or Facebook, I am going to be setting up 12 months of micro resolutions. This is an idea that has come to me from a good friend that did it last year. And I love the idea because I think that sometimes in the beginning of a new year, people um, want so much change so quickly and they try to do all of the things all of the time all too quickly and the number one thing that stops people as i've said in previous episodes is overwhelm trying to take on too much starting to feel like a failure because they couldn't incorporate all of the things all of the time and then come mid-january or the beginning of february we kind of forget, we put it all down and we say, oh, forget it, it was too hard. And so these micro resolutions are 12 things that you focus on one each month that only takes about 10 to 15 minutes each day to practice. And you practice one thing every single day for the month and then the next month you're on to something different. And what you may learn is that some of the things make such a huge impact that you want to keep them going on a monthly basis. You don't want to stop. And others are just there for you to focus on something for a small amount of time. So I'm going to be posting what my micro resolutions are for each month over on Facebook and Instagram. If you would like to learn more, you can email me at coaching at Kelly Altman. And if this episode gave you any ahas or lightning bolt moments, I would love to hear more or would love to hear what your answers are to some of the questions that I asked in this episode. And until then, have a wonderful New Year's Eve. I hope you are able to celebrate it surrounded by people that you love and that love you. And here is to a fantastic 2021. Have a great day.
Thanks for joining me today in the Busy Mom Healthy Life podcast. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, I would love for you to subscribe by clicking the button in iTunes so that you're notified each time that I record a new episode. And if this is your first time here, please leave me a five-star review, letting me know that you love this podcast and letting me know your comments. Thanks so much, and I can't wait to be back with you soon.